welcome to These Amazing Places podcast. This is show number 180 for the week of October 3rd, 2011. Welcome everyone on this week's show. This is Adam and Doug is on Skype, even though we live like a mile away from each other. It's so pretty cool. Yeah. So it's kind of the first time we've tried this, so uh, this, this is, could be something we do a little more often maybe, as our schedules uh, ratchet up even faster. It shows you how busy we are and the fact that we just live a couple miles from each other and we still got to do it over Skype. Good it's, grief. It's sad is what it is. It's yeah. sad. Yeah. So anyway. All right. Yeah, what are we doing? Are like, people are Skyping across the country and here we are a mile away from each other. Seriously. All right, anyway, this week we're going to be featuring Shrek 4D and we're also going to be in the Universal Studios, as you can see with that, um, Universal Studios, Florida. And uh, we're going to first cover some uh, Universal deals to kind of give you an idea of Maybe a little bit of what it cost you to take a trip out there and uh, give you the contact information again for Roy. Uh, I was looking at MEI Mouse Fan Travel's website before we kind of got going here and uh, and I saw several several deals actually that they've got up for Universal. All right, sounds good. So after a little break here, we'll go back on and get on with the show. In case you guys missed us, you can view some live Ustream stuff that we recorded and is on our Ustream. Go over to ustream.tv slash channel slash these dash amazing dash places and you'll find some archived stuff out there. Also, you can follow us at Twitter at twitter.com slash amazing places. Check out our Flickr at flickr.com slash photos slash these amazing places. For all your travel needs, I hope you'll give me a call at 855-441-4414 or email me at royv at mei-travel.com. And all this information is found on our website. Go to theseamazingplaces.com and click on the respective tabs. All right, so here we go with the show. And to start off, I'm going to give it to Doug and we're going to talk about the deals that are going on in Universal Studios Florida right now. Okay, first we have uh, simply a three-night hotel plus park admission, uh, which is $239 per adult. Uh, then we have a four-night, three-day base ticket, uh, free Universal Express Pass, early park admission, and breakfast at three broomsticks deal. If you stay on site, it's pretty expensive actually, it's $659 per adult. If you stay off site, it's about half that, so you're looking at $315. Uh, per adult, per person at that point. Um, obviously, I think I would stay at the Double Tree. We've talked about that before. If you can get into the Double Tree, it's literally a, less than a five-minute walk to Universal. Um, I I think that's probably what I would do, but that's up to each person. So yeah, I'm guessing that the offsite actually means the Double Tree. Oh yes, yeah. So okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So on-site several- is just those three prime hotels that they they put in as far as being Universal hotels. Correct. Yeah, cool. And so anyway, if uh, that's a couple of the deals. If you actually want to see more of the deals for uh, Universal, you can actually go to Universal Fan Travel, which is the MEI's fan travel site, uh, which you can go there at universalfantravel.com. Or you can contact Roy at, what's that phone number again, Adam? 1-855-441-4414. Okay. So yeah. that kind of uh, or just click 
just click on our Book It tab on our website, too. Yeah, you can go to these amazing places mm -hmm. and click on the Book It tab. In fact, and, there's... And uh, it'll tell you everything that basically we just told you, and it takes you. I just tried it myself yeah. as we're sitting here, and it, it quickly took me right to where I needed to be. Yeah, and there's also links on our Book It tab to the, uni to the Universal Fan MEI travel stuff, so And there are several. I mean, there's another deal on there that's just like the uh, Wizarding World of Harry Potter, if you just are interested in going and checking that out which would probably be closer to maybe what I would do maybe at this point. Uh, since I've seen the rest of the other parks and all that, I would probably like to just go, if I was going to go back again, maybe just go check out Harry Potter. Yeah, but while you say that, well, it's just geared yeah. towards those people. Right. But obviously it gets you into Islands of Adventure and all that good exactly. stuff. Right. Right. And so, yeah. So. So, so technically, yeah, there are, but there are several other packages on there to kind of just go check out. Some of them are room only. Some of them are complete packages. So they're broken up on all sorts of different things. Best to just go there and check. Okay, cool deal. So we'll take a short break here and then we'll be back with the main attraction. Sometimes it's just nice to sit back and listen to the sounds of the park. Enjoy during this transition. Okay, great stuff. And now we're on to the main attraction. So this is Shrek 4D, which takes place in what park, Doug? It takes a park. Takes place in uh, is it Universal Studios? The Universal Studios side, and not the Islands of Adventure, correct? Yep, correct. Okay. And yeah. so it is not in Wizarding World of Harry Potter. So unlike the thing that you said earlier where you're like, oh, I'll just go to Wizarding World. That's right. all I want to do. Yeah, it's fine. But in reality, I think Wizarding World is great. But if you're going to go more than two days, definitely go to the oh, other yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, you definitely. Well, you and I kind of learned that. Yeah. Uh, we did Wizarding World and pretty much the whole side of Islands of Adventure in the same day. Um, and that can be done. And we rode, what, Forbidden Journey. We did a lot of stuff over in there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's not an impossible thing to do. Okay. Unless, unless you're there on a real busy, you know, day. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's talk about the, where, this, where this attraction is. It's at the front of the park. Actually, right as soon as you walk in, it's to your right. It's uh, right there. So there's a tendency for people to kind of jump on it right away as soon as they walk in the park. Um, and there's also kind of a tendency for people to, that are lingering around at the end of the day to maybe jump on it and get on it. So, Almost uh, like the Terminator when we talked about yes. that. It's actually even closer to the front of the park than Terminator is. So, um, The other thing I wanted to say about it in terms of rides, uh, I went in 2006, and when we went in the summer, it was a pretty busy attraction. We were there in June. When you and Isn't I that? went, it was September. It was great. No one was there. The line was very short. Um, but at that time, um, the, uh, what's it called? Rip Rock Ride It Roller yeah, Coaster? Rick and, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. Rick and Bacher. Rick and, I yeah. don't know, whatever. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. that attraction is really close to the front as well. And I have a feeling that when that thing's up and going, people are actually going to go to that too. So you probably won't get so much of a crowd at the Shrek 40 as you will, as you would if Rip Rocket is not up and going. Um, but then, unfortunately, when we were there, the crowd wasn't very busy. So, of course, that helped out a ton, and the lines weren't long anyway. But anyway, just something to think about when you're trying to visit this attraction. Okay. So let's head into the queue. What do you think? 
Okay. Well, first, before you get into the queue, if the line is actually too long, you actually have to wait outside. So it's hot, it's muggy, you're waiting outside. Once you That's get true. into the... I guess, yeah, I never thought about that. Yeah. You would know that you were there when it was blazing. Yeah, we walked on this thing, and it's kind of a pre-show, and they do have the doors open, so they let you walk in during the pre-show even, I think. Oh, you know what? Maybe they shut it off because they want you to kind of see the, the light would interrupt with the video and different stuff like that. But... Um, okay, so this cue is it's like a pre-show, and the pre-show involves uh, the three little pigs and uh, some video screens of the different characters from Shrek. And the, one of the first things that I thought was pretty cool, which I think I allude to this in the the audio, maybe I'll maybe I should play that clip instead. But uh, the three little pigs are actually in box containers, and yeah. all you see is their eyes. And <laughs> It's just funny yeah, because they understand everybody that Adam was like cueing me onto these things as they would happen. He would go like, "Hey, check this out! Check this out! What's coming up?" And it's a, it's actually hilarious, man. Yeah, it's really funny. Yeah, there's even a funny little song that goes on. Yeah, it's just <laughs> <laughs> I crack up yeah. thinking about it. Um, but the eyes of the pigs are all you see, and then you see their feet wiggling. I think. And then, but anyway, the three of them, you know, it kind of alludes to the story tale of the three little pigs. And, you know, well, one of them, what does he do? One builds his house of sticks and sticks, wood and brick, I think. Yeah, something like that. And anyway, those are the three boxed things that they're stuck in in the queue. And so it's kind of cool because, and they all have their accents. It's like the, I don't even know, Austrian. Yeah, like little German pigs. German pigs. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. So no, then, no, that is not right. You know, or that's whatever. Exactly what? right. That's exactly right. And so then they also uh, allude to like it's funny because Adam and I talked about this. They really allude a lot within this, these parts. They kind of make reference to Disney attractions, uh, and so they actually made reference to Sleeping Beauty with the dude in the mirror. Yeah, you yeah. Remember that? Yeah, uh-huh. he's up there like doing the mirror, mirror on the wall thing. And so you had that. Uh, they actually made reference to Pinocchio. Yep. Remember the dude in the, it was in the uh-huh. churn, right? Well, Pinocchio is actually a character in the movie, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, uh, which is very odd that they would put Pinocchio in the movie. Uh, anyway, and then they kind of stretch it out there a little more, and they even make a reference, a verbal reference to Star Wars. Yeah. So, and, and that's, you know what, this whole park, these, these parks are like that. Every attraction, like the Simpsons, they made reference to Disney and all this other stuff. So yeah. there's a theme that I noticed that ran throughout the parks. Yeah, it's pretty obvious, and they already know that they're not the big, the big brother on the block. They know Disney is the big brother on the block right down the road or whatever. And so it's funny how they can make fun of it, and it still works, and it just it makes it hilarious. And the other thing, too, is Shrek was kind of formed off of this fairy tale land, and then all of a sudden you throw in an ogre, and it already mixes up the Disney thing. And so it is kind of funny how that storyline goes into the attraction, and they take the same characters and run with it, so... Man, they do some funny stuff though with Pinocchio. Yeah. <laughs> remember? Oh, here we go. Now I sound like that Chris Farley thing on Saturday Night Live. Goose. You remember when? <laughs> remember? Remember when Pinocchio? You know, he's in there and he lies and his nose sticks out through the side of the churn. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh man, it's just it's just hilarious things. Yeah, and I think when that happens, the spotlight goes on his nose to show that it's growing and, and everybody's cracking up. So it's just classic one-liners, man, one after another. Yeah. So. It's really funny stuff. Yeah, it is funny. Okay. okay so that, that takes what? What do you think? About five minutes? Five. It, it depends. I think we actually, if you get there ahead of time before the actual pre-show starts, you actually get to see a little bit of interaction, like the pig's eyes are moving around and some different things. 
Um, but the actual show itself, yeah, I think it's like five minutes. I don't even remember. I should probably listen to the audio and it, it would say. But yeah, yeah, not very long. And then you're in there. Um, I guess yeah. the I guess this queue has a potential to be a little scary to kids because the lights go out. Um, the uh, there's a little bit of a who is it the evil person that comes on? It's the dude. Is it Do- it's, Lord Voldemort or what the heck? I don't know. <laughs> that's from Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I forget the dude's name, but yeah, he's what got his name. He's man. real I know short. He's like Lord something or yeah, I don't know. Four I just remember he's played like by John John something. I I remember the guy who plays the voice of him. It's Lord Forquat. Forquat. That's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or something oh. like that. But anyway, it's hilarious because he's a short guy and he's kind of mean. And uh, yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, it, it could be fun. scary. It could be scary because there are some loud noises and, you know, oh, scary. And then they say, and I think at one point the gingerbread man comes on and all kinds of stuff. So anyway, it's it's Shrek. It's I think it's rated PG. The first one is and it's made for a little Actually, bit. You know, and I watched the second one. Second Shrek, if we're going into the movies a little bit. The second one, I didn't think was that good, but the last movie, I believe it was the third one, uh, it was very good. I actually watched it and thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. They got back to good writing and stuff again in that, and that's really where I think this uh, this attraction kind of took off from. Yeah. Uh, it was as good as that last movie. Yeah, actually, this attraction was out before the last movie, so. It's interesting. Yeah, but it's cool how they kind of kept them going, and almost, I wonder if the movie makers sort of alluded you know, thought, oh, we should, this attraction's going on now. So. Well, it's kind of like everybody wants to make a trilogy now, and the second film always tends to be weak, and the third one usually is pretty good. So Yeah, picks back Shrek, up. Shrek yeah. fell right in line with that. Yeah. Okay, so after that, then what? You just, the door's You're open? Heading, heading into the theater. And the theater, um, I'm <laughs> sure, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I think you're going in. Uh, did we sit down, or was it still standing in there? I think it was sitting down, maybe. I can't remember at that point. Yeah. Uh, I do remember, though, that, you know, it looks like curtains are opening and you're watching basically a movie. And, of course, it's a 3D attraction, so, you know, you're going to get ready to check that out. I did make a note here, though, too, that they once again make reference right in the beginning of the kind of – it's like a short movie. That was the best way that I could describe it. Um, Of course, uh, the whole cast of characters is in it. I think it comes down to – uh, somebody, Farquhar, is once again trying to steal. What's his wife's name? Shrek's uh, wife. Do you remember her name? Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I forget. <laughs> anyway, um, but uh, right in the beginning of it, though, they make um, reference to Tinkerbell. She flies in and she grabs a hold of, uh, I think, a, like a, a bird or a bat or something. I forget now what it is. And they, she drags him into a tree. Yeah. So, and it's literally, I mean, it's flat out. It's Tinkerbell. Uh huh. So there's yeah. no like masking it, trying to. I mean, she's doing the whole pixie dust and everything else. Uh-huh. So I found that I found that once again kind of funny. Yeah. But as far as the film, I I thought it was great. Yeah. Uh, the 3D effects were great. It really was like watching a uh, short film, a very well made short film. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Um, it is 4D, so you do get you get some water effects going on. You get the standard. Um, Vibrating seat. The yeah. Um, in there is the chair. The chair moves like when you're riding a horse. The chair moves, so that's something yeah. a little different than the other attractions. Terminator doesn't do that, and none of the other attractions that I know of do that, where mm-hmm. the chair is like a leather chair that kind of moves back and forth. And well, stuff you like know, that. Uh, let's say Captain EO. Do you remember the chair moving, or was it? 
Was no, it the, just the, base the floor response? shakes. The floor okay. shakes. Okay. Yeah. So and because it's a whole one movement, it's not an individual chair movement like these are. These are all individual chair movements. So it's really interesting. Um, handicapped area. I remember there being in a handicapped area. I don't remember if it's in the back or the front, but uh, it's available. Of course, lets you. Obviously, everything there is accessible and ready for you, except for the chair moving. Um, but you do get splashed with some water and different things. And of course, 4D effects work well, uh, aside from the chair. Um, but other than that, it's it's a very comical. I thought it was hilarious. Great attraction. Yeah. It was a great attraction because I really thought at the time, ah, okay, they've done these movies. I hadn't seen the the final one at that point. Uh, but I thought they'd kind of done these movies to death because I'd seen the second one and thought, ah, it wasn't that great. But I was shocked by this attraction. I thought it was great. I had a blast on it. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I got to throw in there, too. We just watched, like, the feature film. It was up on YouTube. Somebody did a great job of actually putting it up on there. And my two-year-old granddaughter was watching it and loved it. Cool. And, of course, you're not seeing it in 3D. But right. She saw it in 2D, but it was still great. She she liked it. So. Cool. Um, it could be different when, you know, you're in the theater and in the seats and around all the people. But Yeah. Uh, yeah, regular cast of characters, hilarious, all the things they do. I just thought it made it a great attraction. So yeah. I definitely, definitely would recommend this attraction, you know, if you're not just going to see Harry Potter. Yeah, it's one of those that you kind of have to, if you don't get there early and stay the entire day, you might actually miss. This is one of those that are kind of questionable is if you don't hit it, you're, and if you're not there long enough, it's borderline whether you can, you have enough time to hit it too. Right. Um, you know, if you want to, I mean, what, we hit it, we hit that park pretty hard and we were there right at park, park opening and we left at like 3.30, I think. So yeah, and we got right. all that as we got Shrek done, we got. Um, we did everything except for really the roller coasters. Yeah. Well, all the roller coasters we did except for Rip Ride Rocket, which was down. So. Yeah. We, I, okay. In that part, what is Hulk? Hulk's in the other one. Hulk's in the other one. So, yeah. Yeah. So, but Mummy okay. and. Uh, yeah, you know, you're right. We did. Men in Black, and Simpsons, any of those. We all we did all. We even spent time in the kids zone over there. Yeah. And still had enough time to get everything else. Twister, the whole spiel. So, it worked out well with. With crowds yeah, so and everything, so it can be done, you know, if you're there at the right time of the year. So of course, um, it might be a little more difficult if it's warm. Yes. And the park, I mean, really, that park closed that day at what was it? Maybe six. Six, six o'clock. Yeah, yep. that's what I thought. Which is pretty common, I think, for the park. Yep. So definitely plan on, you know, they're kind of shorter days. So plan on getting your stuff in, being organized if you want to try to ride everything. Yeah. One more perk in your planning that I I recommend: um, stay. Watch and pay attention to the Halloween nights. If you want to go to the Halloween nights, it might be a little more crowded than it would be, you know, during the day than it would be if you went on a night that didn't have the Halloween night. So, and you we know, went, you, and on that, we went when there wasn't one because we right. purposely planned that. So, and if you go to the Halloween horror nights or whatever they're called, they actually use the Shrek 4D cube for a maze, oh, a haunted maze. Okay, yeah, I did, I did read that. So, okay. Interesting. Yeah, you brought that up, and I, I actually forgot about it until you said that. Okay. Yeah, and, and we're right. I mean, we're October already, so, man, we're, we're right in the middle of Halloween festivities and all kinds of stuff going on. So. Yep. Yep. Okay, well, hey, let's uh, play, the, uh, play the attraction. Okay. Have fun and enjoy. Hey, who's out there? It looks like a smart crowd. Yeah. Really smart. If they're that smart, what are they doing what here? What are Risto doing in here? Yeah! 
bunch of gingy. Look at them. What are they begging for? This is torture. I'm out of here. No, what about us? You know, I, I really feel crummy about this, guys, but every man for himself. And what about all the women? And the children? And the cute little wooden puppets? And the cute piggies? Yeah. Are three of them. Okay, but there's not much time, and I'm only going to say this once. So listen up. Luster bunch. Yeah, I don't understand what's happened. You need to tell them the story. Sure. <clears throat> a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. I love that story. The episodics were my No! Our story! Oh, so, so sorry. I've been feeling really spaced out lately. Oh. You know, once upon a time. <clears throat> once upon a time. There lived a frightful ogre named Shrek. He lived alone in his swamp far from those who would judge him by appearance, rather than what lay within. Oh, I miss that smelly yeah, ogre. Me too. Yeah, punch me three. One night, after saving a talking donkey, in the morning, I'll make it waffles. Shrek's home was overrun by a horde of fairy tale creatures, banished from the kingdom of Dulac. Check out the handsome pig on the left! <clears throat> Banished from the kingdom of Duloc by the evil Lord Farquaad. Oh, my everyone now. This little yes. dwarf. Will you be quiet? And not you, Mirror! The piggies! Oh, uh, where was I? Through a couple of plot twists yeah. and wrestling moves. Farquaad agreed to return Shrek's swamp to him if he would rescue the fair Princess Fiona. <laughs> From a fearsome, fire-breathing dragon, Shrek and Donkey set off on their quest. There was lots of amazing action, pyrotechnics, and heroics. Shrek saved the princess and his ass. And then, excuse me, Something miraculous happened. Shrek fell in love. And to her astonishment, the princess fell right back in love with him. Oh, that's lovely. I love so cute. But she was to marry Farquaad. And Shrek's heart was broken. Donkey talked some sense into the stubborn ogre, who set out to rescue the princess again, but this time from Farquaad. Fiona revealed her big secret. She was actually an ogress, and Donkey got it on with the dragon. Who ate Farquaad? Whose death freed all the fairy tale creatures and allowed Shrek to find true love. And everyone lived happily ever after. Or so we thought! Can you 
Aqua being eaten again? Guys! Dragon King here! Female Farquaad! Silence! What's going on in there? Lord Farquaad, my, you're looking rather pale. Of course I am. I'm a ghost, you fool! Now, for the last time, tell me where she is! My batteries are low, my lord. I, I can't see further than the past at the present. Well, what about your little wooden friend? Is he ready to talk? Yeah. Tell me where that repulsive green monstrosity has taken my Fiona. Where are they? I, I don't know. That's it. Polonius, this balloon, the puppet's firewood. No! Leave him alone! Leave him alone! Little porkers, are you going to spill the beans? Or is it luau time? We, we, we don't know anything. Yeah. We know nothing. Yeah. Thelonious dig a pit, light a fire, and wrap them in banana leaves. And uh, pitch my moo moo. Moo moo? Aloha! Enough! What are you people looking at? Have any of you seen Shrek and Fiona? Have you? Now, someone here must know where they are. Anyone? Fine. I'll make you talk. Thelonious, prepare the auditorium. Yes, my lord. Mirror, mirror, on the wall, tell them what will happen to them all. I must go prepare. I'll be in to torture you later. All of you! <laughs> Opens, please enter in an orderly fashion and take a seat as far over as possible. Do not wear your glasses until you are seated, unless you like falling over. Please do not eat, drink, smoke, or puke. All cell phone users will be flogged. Flash photographers will be burned at the stake. You have been warned. Enjoy the show. Now you're all done. Wait, I got it. I got it. You always wanted a puppet, but all you got was toast. No, I'm 
one big onion. Oh, why did you say so? I'll turn on the hand. Noble steed at your service. Look at that. Donkey! I found a shortcut. Are you crazy? Oh, Jiminy! That's a big one. Hey, what? hey man, I hate spiders. Stop there. Ah, where'd he go? You are too easy to scare. Oh, come on. That voice could be hacked or booted or anything. Uh -uh. I ain't going in there. Listen. I'm an ogre. I'm the one that does the scaring. What is there to be scared of? Thelonious! Hey, what are you doing? The says honeymoon's over. for something. I wonder what that could be. I don't know. This is just plain free. I wonder if he's behind all this. 
That's just crazy talk. <laughs>
Donkey, I'm covered in fat. I love you. <laughs> Shucks. Oh, I think I'm gonna cry. Come on, baby, let's go home. Let's go home and make some waffles. And I told you lately that I love you. Waffles. <laughs> it's a long story. <sighs> Finally, we're alone. <laughs> That had to hurt. Yuck, another happy fairy tale ending. I hate those. Rise and exit to your left. And as you head out those doors, don't forget to drop your Ogrevision glasses into the bins. All right, hope you guys enjoyed that, and it gives you the great audio experience, but at the same time, there's nothing like being in the park, experiencing these attractions, experiencing the atmosphere, smelling the food, stop by, get a, some breakfast right around the Shrek. We, we caught breakfast that one day. Yeah, we did. That, that, um, yeah, yeah. Belagerie, something or other. Yeah, it was good. It was good. to eat, I believe. Yeah, for we breakfast. We wanted to edit that Pat Mora or something, and of course it wasn't open. So yeah, yeah, that was in City Walk. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I forgot about that. Um, yeah. So anyway, it's a good attraction, cool thing to check out, and hopefully you guys are. I don't know. I I like listening back to these because it kind of remembers. It reminds me of how fun, how much fun we had, and just how much fun it was to be there. And I enjoy. think also by uh, what next year they're supposed to have. Uh, a Despicable Me attraction in where Jimmy Neutron's at now. It's closed and under under construction right now, so that should be open by next summer probably. Yeah, and I forgot. Um, yeah, the Jimmy Neutron attraction actually is in Universal Studios Florida. Right. So yep. yeah, um, there's a very good chance that who knows what they're going to move on to if Shrek sticks around for a while or they take away something else and, and go from there. But yeah, that'll probably draw away from that. But then again, they'll probably take the Wizarding World promotional material and try to get you to go to the Jimmy Neutron. Well, not oh, yeah. I'm sorry, not Jimmy Neutron, but Despicable Me and yeah. all that stuff again. So yep. yeah, and Neutron Neutron was a great attraction. So yeah, I think they'll do a good job with uh, Despicable Me. It's got that air to it that you can probably do a lot with it as far as in the attraction. Okay, right. so with that note, uh, obviously, we're doing this show on Skype. 
We are a little busy. We'll try as best we can to keep coming out with shows. I, I'm surprised we haven't missed a show. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> I been laugh rough. because what was it that one night you were up till 1 a.m. <laughs> 1:30. I'm like, man, you're crazy. And we yet, should just rename that show called like the Grog. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, I'm telling nuts. you. And I started out, I was all chipper because I recorded at the live show that I was at. Yeah. So that part sounded good. Then the rest of it, I was like, oh, help me. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of reminds me of our show back in uh, the like the second part of Universal in February. Yep. Where you were like plowing snow all night long. And yep. And we recorded that show like the next day, and you were like, ah, rah, rah. <laughs> What the heck am I oh, doing here? Good grief. Okay. All right. Anyway. So uh, I, we apologize if it sounds a little crazy sometimes, but uh, it's actually about to get real busy in my life. And uh, Doug's been crazy, too, since his granddaughter's been over there forever. And yeah. uh, it's just well, we're gonna, been crazy. We're gonna, we'll, keep, we'll keep finding ways to get shows out. And I think a lot of times it makes it uh, probably a little... Maybe it's different, which makes it more entertaining. Yeah. If for nothing else, it makes I hope. it more entertaining for us. <laughs> uh, I hope it's more entertaining for everybody. Oh, I don't know. Man. I have fun a lot of times listening to them back. So, <laughs> it's, you know what? This is life. This is how it works. So yeah, we're not a, it's true. We're not a production studio. so It's true. Anyway, I hopefully everybody's enjoying it. If yeah. you are, I guess uh, send, us a, send us an email at podcast at these amazing places and say uh, you guys are horrible or whatever. Yeah. I don't I, I, so. We may laugh when you say that, but yeah. we just, you know, life goes on. So, yeah. So, anyway. All right. Well, thanks so much for sticking with us through Skype and all this stuff this week. And next week, we'll come, try to come up with some more stuff. Uh, I got to do some more. I got to talk about Boston. Uh, it's been a year since I've been there, and actually yeah. longer. And my brother lives there, and it's just fun to talk about. And there's a lot of things in there historically from the United States. There's, there's so much more. New York City, I think we got going on, maybe, and... And then more Disney and more and Disney. I think and we still have more DC stuff. We've got a lot of stuff to do. So, yeah. so anyway, anyway, there are a lot of Disney shows too that aren't just like park related, like ride related stuff that I still want to do. So cool. There's plenty of things to hit. Anyway, all right, everybody, enjoy the leaf changing if that's where you're at right now. Yeah, definitely. And have hope you guys have a great week. See ya. See ya. This podcast has been brought to you by theseamazingplaces.com. Copyright 2011. Thanks so much for listening. Actually, that they've got up for Universal. All right, sounds good. So after a little break here, we'll go right. back on and get on with the show. And you- get the dogs out of there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's when did you start hearing them? Um, about not- halfway, halfway through when you were... Well, I don't even talk in this. Right.